Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Welcome once again, everybody, to this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. Bill Thrasher is back with us, and thank you, Bill, for joining us again. My pleasure. We had a great visit last time, and we've been together on some different things with Mike Zinker and Richard Murray and some other people and just been involved in different things, and it's always a good time when we can get together. On the last episode, if you didn't hear it, I encourage you to take the opportunity to go back and listen to that, but we talked about Bill and a couple of other friends being the impetus for my new book called Grace to All, which is the same name as the podcast. And the purpose of it is kind of interesting, Bill. When I started doing podcasts a little over three years ago, I was intrigued by them. And I thought, well, you know, I like to listen. Not a whole lot of people were doing podcasts then. And I thought, I like to listen to these. And I want to tell people about God's unconditional love and grace and inclusion. And so maybe this will be a good way. We'll see what happens. And then I found out that I enjoyed it. You know, people enjoyed being interviewed and we connected different people. And then you were the impetus for me writing this book about the different people that I've interviewed. And it's interesting. Somebody that I interviewed recently told me that the number one, and this person's a fairly big name in the uh, uh, whatever we call ourselves. But he said the number one question that people email him about and personal message him and ask him when he's in person. The number one question, almost word for word, he said is, is there anybody within an hour's distance of where I live that are coming to this understanding that I could get together with, you know, because I'm the only one. Man, I remember feeling like I was the only one. <laughs> I, I really do. And so, I've had that same question myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're in a big city. And uh, <laughs> so there's probably more than one in Atlanta. There are a few. And I've had the blessed opportunity to go and break bread with some of them. I yeah. have, uh, do a lunch. And I'm open to that with anybody who's watching or who, who reads the book for sure in the metro Atlanta area. Heck, I've driven out of my way to go meet people. I, when I travel for work, I've had the opportunity to go and have dinner with people in different cities where I found them. So this is that. You hit the nail on the head. I think when we do find ourselves kind of outside the traditional four-wall church, that institutional model, we do tend to feel a little bit kind of wandering and lost and alienated once again in a totally new way. We're, we're closer than we've ever been with the love of God, but then yeah. with one another, we feel a little bit lost, especially if you grew up like I did, you know, kind of embedded in church. Yeah, your whole life is there and your friends and your wife's and kids' friends. And so I can certainly relate. So one of the purposes of the book is to connect people, but it's kind of an ever-evolving thing. We mentioned a little bit earlier that it seems like we find out every day that God is better than we thought he was before. And uh, 
is sort of like the multifacets of grace and love. The Lord keeps showing me some different things that he wants to do with this book. And one of them, it's a ministry that we copied from somebody in another state. It's a ministry specifically to single moms and their kids. Now, we also help single dads, but most part, they're, they're single moms that are struggling with their kids. And my friend came up with this ministry, and his goal was to have 100 people who give $100 a month, 10000 a month, and turn around and give it all away to single moms and their kids who are, who are struggling. And he grew up in a, in a single mom family. So my daughter is a single mom. Her husband died when he was 29 uh, from cancer. And that was 13 years ago. And she came and her son, our grandson, came to live with us. And they've, they've been with us for 13 years now. And it's uh, not that she has to be here, but we all get along well. And we help raise her, her son and uh, that kind of stuff. Now, she hasn't experienced what a lot of single moms do because she's had a place to stay. She hasn't had to worry about rent. And when she's sick or when her son's sick, we can step in and help. And she works out of town. So I take, I've done this since we, he was in preschool. I, I take my grandson to school and pick him up. But not many single moms have that. Most of them are struggling financially. Most of them are working two jobs or one and a half jobs. Most of them are in jobs that, if their kid's sick and has to stay home and they have to make miss work, do that too many times and you lose your job. And then you lose your health insurance. And then things just unravel. Unravel. And James, Jesus' half-brother, said pure religion is to help widows and orphans. And I think he was saying that somewhat tongue-in-cheek because the people he was talking to thought that pure religion was keeping all the rules. But he was also sincere in, in saying that, obviously. But we've started this ministry that we call the Grace Restoration Team. And there are people that give $100 a month or people that give five. Some people give $1,200 in advance for a year, more or less, whatever. We take all that money and we give it to single moms. And you jokingly said in our last interview that since you were part of the uh, impetus for starting this book, that you'd tell me where to send the royalty check. Well, all the money from this book, every penny that comes in, goes to single moms, every bit of it. So we're doing three things with it, Bill. And if I were just uh, doing this to promote my book to make money off of, I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't have these conversations with interviews. I mean, that would be about as self-serving as you can get. I'd go on other people's show who invited me to talk, <laughs> you know, but, that, but that's what they want. So the first thing we do, and I'll give you some examples in a minute. The first thing we do is anybody who gives to the ministry, whether it's a dollar a month or whatever, they can recommend people who need help. And so they tell me, you know, here's a single mom in Atlanta or in Chattanooga or in Salina, Kansas or whatever. And then I'll contact them and I'll visit with them. And being a pastor for 30 some odd years now, I have a little bit of experience of knowing when somebody's trying to scam the system. Oh, absolutely. Uh, There's some uh, discernment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Use that old church word. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, right, right. Discernment means I know you're conning me, but you're (laughs) you're looking me in the eye while you're doing it. But anyway, and so then if it seems to be the right thing to do, if I'm talking with somebody on Zoom or FaceTime or on the phone, I'll just tell them when I hear what they need, I'll just say, okay, do you have a uh, PayPal account? Most of them do. And I say, all right, I'm going to put this amount of money in your PayPal account right now while we're talking. And 
You know, I do it and they're blown away, as you might imagine, especially when it's somebody that they've never met before or heard about or anything like that. So it's really nice to be able to do that. It's better for me when I can see somebody face to face. But then after we help them, we send them a copy of the book, which, as I mentioned, there are 85 people that I've interviewed, the two pages on each one, you included. And in between each one of those two-page stories, I do a very encouraging thing on who we are in Christ, who we've always been in Christ since before the beginning of time, and how you are a child of God. You've always been. He loves you. You're the apple of his eye. He's been with you through everything. There's no condemnation. His love is unconditional. That's true about you and your kids. And because single moms are a lot of times they're really beaten down. They're they're full of shame, even if the situation wasn't their fault and all of this kind of stuff. So, so we help them financially. We help them spiritually. Then we stay in touch with them. And through the book, hopefully they connect with somebody else that's within an hour's driving distance with them or maybe somebody – Hard for me to realize this, but some people are going to connect more with Bill Thrasher than they are with Paul Gray. And they're going to want to get on your group, and they're going to want to get your book, and they're going to be touched by that, and they're going to find somebody else on your group that they relate to and stuff. So if we can do all three of those, help them financially in their time of need, help them spiritually forever, and then help them connect with somebody right now, well, it's it's a win-win-win situation for everybody. So that's what I'm doing when we sell the book. The money will go to buy another book for us to give to a single mom. And whatever else money there is left over from that goes into the fund to help people financially. Well, thanks. Yeah, I didn't come up with any of this. It's, you know, it's from other people and God just sort of kind of put the puzzle pieces together, but it just makes so much sense. And we've been able to, uh, one story I found out through somebody else who, who's already giving to this ministry. They told me about the single mom who drives, uh, she's got two boys in grade school. She's a nurse. She drives 30 miles one way to work and she works like 12 to 14 hour shifts three days a week. And then she goes to school the other two days a week. She's getting a master's in nursing so she can get a better paying job. Well, she's done well managing her money since her divorce. She doesn't get any help from the ex-spouse. But things are real tight. And she has a uh, 2003 Toyota with almost 300,000 miles on it. Well, it decided it didn't want to go anymore. And so when I found out about her, she'd been renting a car for a couple of days. She'd taken hers to the shop. They'd told her, it's going to cost $2,500 to fix it, and it's not really worth that. But she doesn't want a car payment, and she can't afford anything more. So she literally didn't know what to do. And so I found out about that. I talked to her on the phone, and she confirmed all that, and I just had a sense from the Lord that this was legitimate. And the person who referred her knows her and, and verified that. And so I told her, I said, well, okay, we're going to give you $3,000, which will pay the $2,500 bill to fix your car and pay for your rental car too, and maybe a little bit extra so you can take the kids to McDonald's or wherever you want to. She was like, what? You know, I, you you don't know me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know you, but I know somebody that knows you. And, and then this came, which I hear a lot, but, but I don't deserve this. I said, listen. I get to decide who deserves, mm -hmm. and that's what my father does, and he's your father too. And he decided before the beginning of time that you deserve everything you need. 
and he's your daddy, and he loves you. He's always loved you. He doesn't keep any record of wrongs. He doesn't, there's no condemnation and, and all of this kind of stuff. And she was impacted by that. And since she does live within an hour of us, she came by to pick up a check. And I can't remember, she didn't have a PayPal account or whatever. But Bill, she was just so grateful and so humble and just stunned. That was a few weeks ago, and today I got a nice card from her in the mail. That's so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. And then I get to tell the people who participate in the Grace Restoration Team, I get to tell them. I do it every Sunday morning in our group because a lot of our Sunday morning group are involved in this. And then I, I get to tell people online and stuff. And my goal is that, obviously, I would like for people to join us and be a part of this. And not everybody's going to be able to do that. But what I'd really like is if somebody would start something like that in their town and, you know, pick up on it. Because in our group, Bill, in our Zoom group on Sunday morning, which, you know, has sprung out of uh, of our the church that we started uh, some years ago, we have people in seven countries now that join us and people in a number of states, not hundreds of people, but people from all those different places. And our Sunday morning thing is a real discussion type thing. 94% of the people in our group either were a child of a single mom, were a single parent, or their parents or their kids have been single parents. 94%. It's a real thing that's going on, and, and we can help real people in a real good way. So thank you for letting me talk about that. That's, that's awesome. it. Thanks. So that's what the book is going to be doing and what the ministry is doing already. And I appreciate having the opportunity to tell a friend about that, especially a friend who's who's in the book. Fantastic. No, that's that's great. I'll be praying for that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I've selfishly taken your time to tell my story. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. I get to be the, uh, the reverse interviewer here. That's yeah. <laughs> reverse engineering. Do you get feedback when you do that in a sound system? I, I don't know. Well, it depends. Yeah, you can do EDE feedback. You don't want that. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. You know? I did that once and made a lot of people uh, mess themselves all simultaneously. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm just trusting you didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> no, no, no. No good sound engineer makes me back on purpose. <laughs> Tell us, Bill, we got a few minutes left. Tell us what's new going on with you. What are you, uh, obviously you have your day job, but you have your group, the Jesus Purpose Community, and you guys are talking about different things. What new is happening? What do you see going on? It's a great question because I don't know, right? I don't have anything particularly new. We're kind of in this very, um, I guess, just gentle rhythm. Obviously, a book's available for anyone that's interested. You can find it on the Amazon. It's The Jesus Purpose by William Thrasher. There's another Bill Thrasher who's a Christian author. That's not me. And I think his books are way different than mine. So <laughs> just bear that in mind. William Thrasher is my uh, author name. But the Jesus Purpose is the only one that's titled that way. I don't know what's next. Obviously, any time. Um, I shall say this. I will go ahead and offer this. One of the things I put out there, and surprisingly, haven't really had any traction on, but I'm not worried about it. I have no, no threat by it whatsoever. I do really feel equipped slash a heartfelt desire to share this good news in more of an in-person, relational way with any group, whether it be in a 
small traditional church that's collectively exploring unconditional love together, or maybe in a small group at a home group. And one of the things I, I am blessed, I'm blessed to be able to travel with pretty ease. My kids are older teenagers, I like to bring my wife with me when I can. But what I've thrown out there is if somebody would like to have a conversation for a couple weekend, let's say, you know, a couple of days in a weekend, I'm fully prepared and willing to get on a plane or, you know, get on a road trip and, and meet somebody wherever they are. Maybe that's wow. not, maybe that's not our way. And here's the kicker. This, this, and again, this is just, I want to do it at my dime. I'm not asking for a love offering. I'm not asking for any of those things. In fact, if they want to do that, you send that over to Paul Gray and his ministry here, but we'll cover the cost of travel. We'll cover the cost of our hotel. We'll cover the cost of our meals. I just want to be there if somebody wants a conversation for a couple of days. And so it's a little unusual, I think, but weirdly enough, haven't had any takers on it. I'm okay with that too. But I mean, when the time's right, I know somebody will pipe up. So that's kind of what I want to start doing is is being present. I think now that we're, I get us on the, hopefully on the downside of COVID here, we can start re-engaging because I think there's something really impactful about physical proximity and being in the company and presence of, of one another and, and the experience thing that, you know, the word that paracretic love, right? That, that oh, shared man. love in a community and not that we can't have it inside of online communities. We can, but it's just different. I know it is. And I, I can't explain it, but I can tangibly feel it when we're there. So sure. now I have caveats, obviously, Australia, long trips to Europe, those kind of things, probably less likely that I'm going to be able to make this happen as easily. But in the domestic United States, I got a bunch of sky miles saved up. So, um, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Well, so. guys, that's wonderful. What a wonderful offer. You know, when I find out that there might be a need for that, I'll pass that on to you because I'll be 75 in two weeks and I love people. I, I don't travel as well as I used to. I'm in that sweet spot where I actually travel yeah. now, you know, I've been forced to do it for work. Yeah. I just turned 44. I'm a relatively young parent in that my kids are almost grown at 44. So I have some freedom. And again, my wife and I, we can we can get on a plane and go somewhere for a weekend pretty easily. So Wow. Well, what a wonderful position to be in. And you have so much to offer and what a wonderful offer. Be fun to see what comes of that. Yeah. I'd offer to go along and carry your bags, but that's why I don't travel. I can't carry my own bags. <laughs> and my wife's well, tired. Well, great of talent. He's coming along. Come on. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife's tired of carrying four bags. Uh, with <laughs> so, guys, that's great. That'd be the one thing I do have going on, except I don't have it going on yet. But when it's right and when when there's a need, and just like you're the, and, and there's a community of people that want to uh, have that conversational experience but also have somebody who's kind of asked all those really tough questions and kind of stumbled into a lot of answers. Some of them right. And some of them probably not right. That's okay. Yeah. Well, people are hungry and uh, they don't always know where to, to turn. So guys, that's a great thing. Well, Bill, thank you again. And the Jesus purpose is available at uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. They can get it directly from you. And soon race to all will be available. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm the reverse interview on you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. It will be. And there's a, a chapter in there about you. And I don't think I'll put in it that you're willing to come anywhere anytime. And speak, uh, you, you might have to we'll quit your day job. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, thank you again. You just had a birthday a few days ago, and I hope that went well. I did. Yeah, 44 is just one of those nobody really cares about, <laughs> including <laughs> yourself. You're just like, I'm 44. All right. well, Next. I, I'm, 
I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember when I was 44. But I, <laughs> hey, thanks again so much. My pleasure. Appreciate thanks, it, and we'll do it again one of these days. Sounds great. All right. Thanks everybody for being a part of another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. See you all next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.